Assalamualaikum. So today is the morning or the afternoon after the night before. Still recovering from Pakistan's unnecessary loss in that final T20 against England. But I thought that I would make a video today because I was watching some data and he got to learn this that Misbah's record in T20s is devastatingly poor. If we look at Pakistan's record since his tenure as head coach against England, New Zealand and Australia, played 22, won only three and lost 15 with the others being either draws or um, no results in all formats uh, of the game. So T20s, ODIs and tests. And that simply is not good enough. For me, the writing is on the wall. We must part ways with Ms. Baul Haq, regardless of what happens on this West Indies tour. Um, we're going to be playing India, we're going to be playing New Zealand in our group, we know that already in this World Cup. And frankly speaking, his prede predecessor, Yannike, our previous coach, um, uh, Mickey Arthur, of course. So Mickey Arthur's record is far superior. In fact, Mickey Arthur had an amazing winning streak in T20s. Uh, and it's a T20 World Cup year, um, and there's potentially a T20 World Cup next year as well. Uh, so it's very, very important that Pakistan really have their focus on T20s because when you're playing against India, when you're playing in the World Cup, failure for the Pakistani nation is simply not something that we can let go. It's not so much about, oh, you know what, boys played well. No, it's about boys, why didn't you make at least the semi-finals? If not, why did you not win it? The expectations are always high. Pakistan are a very good tournament team. And it just looks like, based on the track record, that Misbah is not getting the best out of this team. We know that this team can compete. But there are some ludicrous selection decisions being made. There are some really bad strategic decisions being made. We've seen that in this series already in England. We've seen a snapshot of it. And can we really trust this management and this leadership to really take us to the World Cup and really give us a solid platform with some consistent wins against the best teams in the world? Don't and trust them to not make any ludicrous or haphazard decisions. I'm afraid the answer to that currently is no. So I think the end is near for Ms. Baal Haq. But rather than just coming here and making this an anti-Misbah video, which this is not really meant to be an anti-Misbah video, uh, maybe we can look at his tenure in a bit more detail in a separate video. I really wanted to come up with five potential options for who might end up replacing him. Yes, so this video is like five potential replacements who can come and Korn Pakistan ko coach kar sakta hai, who can take over the leadership? Korn hume World Cup potentially jita sakta hai, who can get us playing the right brand of T20 cricket in 2021? Korn hamare batsmen ko samjha sakta hai, kya strategic approach leni chahiye, kya mental approach leni chahiye, kya power play mein approach leni chahiye, aur korn inko sikha sakta hai, ke bhai, aap apni place ke liye mat khele, aap Pakistan ki jeet ke liye khele, aur agar ye aap kar sakte hai, to inshallah aap ka career Zada Bulandi Pajaya, or our star be Baninge, or inshallah, cheap performances be Dinge, or you'll have a long tenure and inshallah get better recognition by the country and hopefully a good central contract for a long period of time as well. So, the fifth option, this is in no order. Who you think are the better options in your opinion? Maybe I've missed somebody out, but let's go for the five that I've come up with. So, the first option that I have, or five, um, if you want to go from 5 to 1 or 1 to 5, so Paj Minagonga Abdul Razak. Abdul Razak is a Pakistani legend with white ball cricket. He was a solid hitter. He looks like a good um, sort of profile of an individual and a cricketer 
with great coaching experience this year, having led KPK to three victories in the Pakistani domestic um, sort of tournaments this year, whether it was the Qaeda Azam National Trophy, which I think they shared with Central Punjab, but also the National One Day Cup and the National T20. So KPK had an absolute clean sweep this year domestically in Pakistan, and it was Razak's first season. And he looks like he is a very good man manager, he can get the best out of his players and really guide a team to victory as well. So Abdul Razak would definitely be a strong candidate for me as a potential replacement. The only criticism or maybe things that go against him is that he's not very well experienced. He's not also that detached from the individuals in this team, um, considering he didn't stop playing too long ago. So yes, it's a new generation and he's one generation before, Lakin, there are probably crossovers from players that he had um, encountered during his last days as uh, an international cricketer and sometimes that overlap can cause sort of conflicts uh, and perhaps an even bigger issue with Abdul Razak is um, his newfound sort of comic persona where you know he has made some very distasteful comments that have sort of distracted away from his cricketing ability and really shown him in a light that's not going to be very popular so I think it's a shame for Pakistani cricket if he has cost himself the opportunity to become Pakistan's head coach by making some very ill-timed and uh, you know misguided remarks and I think he should really reflect on uh, on his media persona and what he's doing because ultimately Pakistan could really do uh, with some guidance and some coaching from somebody of his class and experience. So Yichis, I don't want to brush it under the under the rug. It's all in the media. You can go and see what he has said and what was considered to be distasteful. However, just based on cricketing ability, um, and obviously if we can overcome and uh, and and you know make sure that he uh, sort of realizes his shortcomings in the media with his newfound persona, um, then maybe he is a good option. Jalo, who else can we have? Uh, potentially to replace Mizbah should the board decide to go a separate way. So another option we have is Gary Kirsten. Yes, Gary Kirsten was the coach for India when they won their World Cup. Now that might actually rule him out. I'm not sure how the Pakistani media or the institutions within Pakistan or the fan base will really um, warm to an individual who um, you know has taken India to the highest of summits but he is an Indian he's of course South African very well respected coach very well respected player has coached South Africa in the middle as well has had great success in franchise cricket as well just genuinely somebody who is considered to be one of the leading coaches in world cricket although he has been a little bit out of the game in recent years um, but I still think that that would be a potential opportunity for Pakistan to uh, bring in somebody of his experience and maybe just go slightly in a different direction. Whereas Mickey Arthur was someone who had quite a strong personality. Um, we've of course got Mizbah, who's obviously uh, likes a little bit of a dictatorship. Uh, when he is in command, uh, we've obviously had the Wakar era. But Gary Kirsten is a slightly different personality. Whether or not he can bring out the best in the Pakistani team um, is, is, is something that you guys need to try and tell me uh, what you think. Um, but, you know, he is a viable option, at least based on, uh, on his resume and his ability, his abilities to coach white ball teams to win tournaments, as he did with India back in 2011. Um, now, who else is there? So another option, and you might say, oh, wow, why is this even an option? What I'm going to say is Mickey Arthur. Yes, I know Mickey Arthur left only in 2019, but just hear me out here. Mickey Arthur 
was somebody who coached Australia. It didn't go very well with them. He came to Pakistan and there did seem to be some improvements with regards to our T20 record. We went on a really good uh, run of series, uh, T20 series victories. Um, you know, he got the team um, playing good cricket, positive cricket. He ushered in the sort of new era of T20 batting. Uh, even one day internationals, we were able to score totals above 300 more regularly under him, our fielding started to improve. And I know we had a poor World Cup, but you know, that was a pretty tight World Cup and there was a little bit of rain around it. I think it was the opening game against West Indies, which ultimately meant that we didn't qualify for the semis. So I think that it was a little bit harsh for him to lose his job when he did. Uh, but more importantly, I think that somebody who has been able to have a very good win-to-loss ratio in T20 cricket might just be somebody who we need right now leading into a World Cup later on this year in 2021 and maybe again next year in 2022 as last year's um, Australian World Cup has been postponed. So we might have two T20 World Cups over the next two years and we need somebody who knows the Pakistani setup very, very well. Um, and also, what we really want is somebody who can get the best out of our T20 players and hopefully lead us to victory in these formats. So yes, I think Mickey Arthur might be able to make a, some sort of uh, might be able to make some sort of a comeback into Pakistani cricket. Although I'm not so sure how popular a choice he would be, considering the players have already worked under him. It didn't work out the first time around. We weren't successful in the 2019 World Cup. If he was to be unsuccessful, it would seem like a very backward step by Pakistani cricket, and we should really be thinking about moving forward. So whether or not Mickey Arthur can take the job, I don't know, put it in the comments to tell me what you think, but I think that he is a viable candidate when it comes to considering who might actually become Pakistan's next head coach should Ms. Baul Haq uh, move on. The next person that I have in mind is Darren Lehman. Now, Darren Lehman took over the Australian cricket team at a time when I think Mickey Arthur had actually left them. So uh, they were in, in, in a lot of trouble. They weren't performing to the best of their abilities. They had a very weak uh, Australian uh, cricketing side and he took them and brought them to the ashes in, the, uh, in, in England. And I think they ended up losing that series, but they started to show some fight and he helped rebuild Australia um, to the extent where they became a good fighting unit, started to get better results in the Ashes, started competing again in white ball cricket on an international level. And generally speaking, Lehman is somebody who's always defied the odds. He was always a bit of an ugly cricketer, never really somebody <coughs> who, you know, fit in very well in that lineup where you had the Gilchrist, the Mark Wars, um, the Steve Wars, um, you know, leading that mighty Australian team in the late 90s and early 2000s. But Lehman was a big part of that team. He was a fighter. His stats were very good. He grinded out the performances that Australia very well needed. And so he might be somebody who Pakistan could really benefit from because right now, something that's lacking in this Pakistani setup is definitely a little bit of resilience. And definitely that is something that Lehman has a good track record as a player and as a coach with the Australian cricket team. And also, he doesn't look like or come across like the kind of guy that will take a lot of nonsense. Um, he, in fact, resigned after the ball tampering scandals in Australia. Um, so he is somebody who, you know, ultimately... Um, has had a little bit of a checkered past uh, with regards to um, you know what has happened under his leadership. 
But sometimes I feel we need a little bit of an abrasive personality. His, his coaching credentials are clearly not in question. Licking, Kya Pakistan, who can really, you know, um, you know, put the cats amongst the pigeons, as they might say, and really clean up the, uh, the, the sort of system in Pakistan and really get the best out of players and really put in a very Australian approach. You know, we know Australia has a very good history of sports science, uh, you know, things like diet, things like exercise regimes, things like batting strategy, things like performance on the field with regards to your physical abilities, your, your pace at which you run, your fitness levels, you, your, your sort of stamina levels. These are the kinds of things that an Australian coach can definitely bring to the table. So Darren Lehman, a little bit of an outside shot, but definitely somebody who is out of work right now. Um, but could end up being a potential good candidate for Pakistan. So if Darren Lehman comes to me, it will be a very interesting day to come to Pakistan cricket, but I think he is a bit more of a left-field choice. And then the final candidate who I want to talk about, who might end up replacing Ms. Balhaq, and some say he's the favourite. Some people said back two months, uh, two months ago that, you know, this guy was already, <laughs> you know, guaranteed a job straight after the PSL. That hasn't materialised. But yes, I am talking about Andy Flower. Now, Andy Flower is somebody of um, a very, very credible background. Of course, his role with Zimbabwe cricket as a player can never, ever be forgotten. One of their greatest players, in fact, a good wicketkeeper, very good batsman, a good captain as well when he did lead them. And then, of course, what he achieved with England with regards to the Ashes in terms of rebuilding the England team and then eventually going into the management setup before I think he got ill and then had to sort of leave his position. So Andy Flower has actually worked in Pakistan cricket. I know his brother has also worked in Pakistan cricket in the domestic setups. I think he's managed a franchise in the PSL. So he knows Pakistani cricket very well. Zimbabwe and Pakistan cricket have also shared good relationships in the in the past and he seems like the ideal candidate but my only concern with someone like Andy Flower is he will take no nonsense he took a stand against the Mugabe regime back during the 99 World Cup and I remember they wore the black armband and the death of democracy for so a person like that who can stand up to a dictator on the international front is definitely not somebody who is going to take a lot of nonsense. And we know that Pakistani cricket can have a lot of drama within the PCB, overhauls going on, uh, player dynamics, star power, captain power. So can, re can Pakistan really sustain a coach like Andy Flower in the long run? We don't want him to come and have a sort of good time as a sort of retirement job. The Pakistan job is a big job in world cricket. It's a very difficult job, maybe the most difficult job in world cricket. The expectations here are very, very high. Andy Flower, I personally think there might be a bit of a cultural conflict. I'm not so, so sure how he'll get on with his bosses at the PCB. I'm not so sure how he will uh, um, really respond to Pakistani culture. And I'm really not sure how he'll be able to communicate his ideas very well with the Pakistani players. Likin, he is considered to be a frontrunner, so do not be surprised if his name is being thrown around by many more experienced people than myself as being a leading candidate to replace Ms. Ba'ul Haq. Um, so there you go, guys. There are five potential uh, people who might end up replacing Ms. Ba'ul Haq. There are a couple of left field options, some that I would be excited by, such as maybe uh, Avasi Makram or a Shane Warne, because these guys, um, especially if you look at Vasim Akram, he's had some coaching experience in franchise cricket, has also um, 
coach in the IPL has been successful with Karachi Kings after the demise of Dean Jones and really Pakistan need to utilize their legends and Wasim Akram really has never been part of the PCB setup and I hear all this nonsense that oh Wasim doesn't want to coach Pakistan or be head coach because you know the money is not good enough and he prefers his lifestyle working as a commentator and an analyst and somebody who can work on an ad hoc basis uh, and not have to commit well I think that that's nonsense I think um, Wasim Akram has a lot to offer Pakistani cricket. He's got a lot to offer Pakistani bowlers. He's probably our best white ball captain that we've ever had. He's probably our best white ball bowler that we've ever had. So to not really take advantage of somebody as important as Wasim Akram would definitely be uh, a chance missed. Although there are, of course, um, you know, issues that need to be overcome um, owing to his past. But we won't get into all of that. But it would be an interesting choice. Similarly, someone like Shane Warne, clearly somebody who has had success in T20 cricket as captain, as coach within the IPL setup, considered to be Australia's greatest captain that they never actually had. Just a great cricketing brain, a legend and an icon of the game. Absolutely not sure how he would settle into a Pakistani climate. Can't really see him moving and living in Lahore. Um, can't really see him living anywhere in Pakistan, if I'm very honest with you. So I think that that's probably not going to happen. Likin, he would be a great, great choice. Um, and sometimes I just feel Pakistan end up having to compromise on who they pick as their head coach. And the thing that I want to emphasize is, well, this should never happen. Pakistan and Pakistani cricket is one of the biggest institutions in the entire world. It's one of the biggest supported teams in the entire world. We need to start not compromising on important selections and the, um, what can be more important than the head coach of Pakistan. If we end up having the right people on the top, hopefully their ideas can start to filter down the rest of the Pakistani cricket setup and we can see some actual change from top down. Of course, there are also changes that need to be made at grassroots level so we get a bottom-up change. And I know that the government is trying its hardest to try and um, bring some changes there. Ligging, I want a coach that Pakistan can be proud of. I want a successful coach. We won the World Cup in 92. We won the World Cup again in 2009, albeit the T20 World Cup. But let me be very honest with you, not many people even remember who our coach was. And so... Write down in the comments if you do remember who our coach was um, at that time and let's meet again in our next video. Thanks.